Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Praise the Lord, everybody. This is Prophet Larry Honore Jr. Welcome to Power Prayer Ministry. There is power in prayer, and there is prayer in power. And I want to thank God for everybody. I welcome you, those who are on the Internet, as well as uh, online. And I want to thank God for you all. And also, you know, I want to tell everybody to be encouraged. Um, there's a number of events that's going around in America as well as um, the world. You know, uh, some things must come to pass. Whether we like it or not, this thing is in the Word of God that shall come to pass. And yes, uh, a lot of times we get frustrated. With life itself, uh, we we pray that things will get better, but our faith is totally uh, our faith should be totally in God. Our faith should be totally totally for Jesus. Um, what I have learned time after time that uh, things will never be like it was a year ago, five years ago, 10, 20 years ago. As long as we have people who are dictated by the flesh, we will see more irritated things to come. You know, the enemy going to lie and say Christians are the biggest extremists. Got to watch out for the Christians. But, you know, a lot of people fail to realize uh, that um, you have people that are called by God's name. And you got people who are called by the devil that will lie on God, will uh, lie on Jesus. And um, and what I'm learning, the, the enemy is not... The devil, the enemy, he's trying to pull as many as he can to the lake of fire, to hell, with him. And we also need to learn that things is not, is not going to be easy. Um, it was about a week ago, uh, I have dealt with some uh, strong uh, spiritual forces. Um, and they, these are some that I've never experienced in my life. So I, I've done everything for try to get more sleep, 
lot of things to ignore it. But the enemy is not going to uh, stop fighting. The Bible says, ignore the devil, he shall flee. In some cases, you can ignore the devil, he still don't flee. Then also, we have to realize, is it our flesh? Or God is dealing with us, so you, uh, you need to get this out of your life. And I say, you know, uh, I'm expecting things to become easy. It's becoming tougher. But I'm not going to sit here and say, uh, like uh, Elijah in the Bible thought he was the only prophet that did not surrender to the prophets of Baal, the Baal, the idol. And the Spirit of God say, God stated, he said, I have uh, seven thousand more prophets that have not bowed to Baal. You know, when we're going through things, we think we're the only person going through them. We think we're the only somebody. And the enemy wants you to feel like that. And uh, most people that feel that way are the enemy. Uh, you know, a lot of times um, the Bible says uh, in Genesis, it's not good for man to be alone. And I'm understanding that scripture a little bit more. Um, why it's not good for man to be alone? Because when an enemy can isolate us, uh, he can do the most damage, the most attack. If you look at the uh, National Geographic, the animal, animal kingdom, um, when you see lions that are hungry or leopard, they try to find the weakest animal, the one that's uh, stray away from the pack. They don't also, they don't, they, yes, they pray, P-R-E-Y, on the weakest animal, but they also find an animal that is not in the, in the group. It's not in the group that is not paying attention to its surroundings. So when um, when you feel when I hear Christians, man or woman of God, I don't care how much you have, how much you're going through. When I hear a Christian, man or woman of God, a leader or a non-leader, no, I don't need nobody. I can do it by myself. That is very dangerous. That's a very dangerous attitude to have. If you choose to be that, I don't trust. But I just want to tell everybody, the enemy uh, pounce on you if you say, I'm, I'm just going to be I don't need nobody. He will destroy you. Most people commit suicide. The majority of them commit suicide by themselves when they they start thinking too much. The enemy feeds them lies. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a season that God will have you to be alone, just you and him. That is fine. But don't never think you can do 
is like by yourself without God in your life. And uh, I just want to tell everybody, don't let God put you in a situation that you don't have no choice but to obey him. Obey him before you be placed in different choices. We also need to learn that everybody is not right, everybody is not humble, everybody is not the top in their their calling. We have to learn to obey God, but never put a, a person above the things of God. Never get to the point of getting stuck to one person. Because you, you're going to have people, false leaders going to come in your life, and basically they're going to want to be God over your life. And then you, you, you end up uh, becoming an idol worshiper and don't even know. And what I'm learning, I say, Lord, why this miracle, why this situation did not uh, come a little sooner? God says, it's in my perfect time. It's in my perfect time. Well, Lord, why I had to go through Why I had to go through this? Why I had to go through that? Why, Lord? Why this? Why that? And the Spirit of the Lord is saying, uh, You know, uh, well, Lord, why you had to send me through this? Why did it go through that? And I'm learning each and every day God has reason for everything. He has reason. He has a reason for everything he does. And he's sovereign. And we got out like, God, why are you send me to this company that's wicked, evil? The company don't even have principles. Don't have a soul or a heart. God's not seeing you there for purpose. No weapon formed against you will prosper. I ain't seen you there to be there for a lifetime. I've seen you there to learn. And God has seen you to a place to wake you up. To wake you up. God has seen you places. To wake you up. Like, Lord, I don't want to be here no longer. I'm going to obey you. And, and God will push you. Some of y'all going to school say, no, nah, I'm going to go to school. I can't. I can't deal with this no more, Lord. <laughs> I'm going to school. I'm not fooling with this. 
God will send places that will push you to greatness, will push you to your calling, will push you to see God. What what the enemy meant for evil, God can turn around for your good. The thing you hate the most will persuade you the most, to motivate you the most, to do what you need to do. Amen. I want to thank God for everybody that's on the phone line. Amen. And um, and I, I just I'm just gonna be real about you know the presidential elections. People that's going up, a lot of the candidates I don't care for. Uh, uh, and I'm running and say, Lord, who do you want me to vote for? Tell me a dream who not to vote for. Show me. Show me, Jesus. The Spirit of the Lord showed me this president. He showed me a lot of things. But I'm learning each and every day that you have to obey God, listen to God. You know, uh, no one is is perfect, and God is giving everybody a chance, everyone, just each day, giving us a chance to get our life right, whether we like it or not. You know, uh, the Spirit of the Lord promised us a new heaven, a new earth. That was the Spirit of the Lord promised us. A new heaven and a new earth. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. I'm going to go into prayer. So I go in the word of the Lord, and I just want to encourage everybody. Right now, really think about your life. And I'm going to be honest. You know, the Spirit of the Lord, you know, uh, he straight up with me say, son, you're lazy. You need to work on this. Don't be lazy. The Spirit of the Lord telling somebody online, so don't be lazy. Push. It's not going to come the way we think it's going to come. We got to fight. We got to push. 
you know, the scripture keeps coming up in my soul. Say, be weary. Be not weary in well-doing. And, you know, God uh, has promised me some things. And years ago, a woman of God told me, say, God ain't going to lie on his promise. He can do everything he promised tomorrow. He can do it all in one day. And you can be caught up in glory. You want it now, and I want it now. The Spirit of the Lord is saying, hold on. Do my promises. And I'm not going to lie. Amen. I'm going to pray before I go into the word of God. Heavenly Father, we love you. We thank you for all that you're doing and all that you're about to do. Oh, we just say thank you for helping us. And Jesus, I ask of you to forgive us of our sins, knowing and unknown. Forgive us of our thoughts, our actions, our deeds. Jesus, have mercy on our soul. Because I ask you to deliver everyone that's suffering from bondage, from generational curses, from sins that they created. Lord, I pray for happiness for everybody on this line of their soul and of their minds. Try to be perfect. But Jesus, you said, don't be perfect in your own strength. Perfect in me. My strength is sufficient. And Father God, I pray for everyone who's struggling financially. And all the wicked have stolen from your people over and over. Lord, I thank you. That wealth, prosperity, has transferred to your people. Lord Jesus, I decrease that you can increase in my life. Lord, teach us not to forget you. Sorry, put you first in everything we do. Lord, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter 12. Um, this is, uh, I'll tell it in everybody. You know, sometimes we, we all not consistent in reading God's word. I don't think consistent in praying. But what I have learned Sometimes when you don't feel like reading the word of God, sometimes put it audibly, you know, uh, like there's an app. And sometimes um, if I had a rough day at work or going to work or just traveling in general, I put on Bible scriptures and I just play it, you know, the audio part. And I'd listen. You know, I'd do my best to find ways to feed my spirit. But sometimes it'd be a press. Amen. 
Ecclesiastic chapter 12, just want to share that with everybody. You know, I, there's our app, there's music apps everywhere, but nobody want to talk about Bible audio apps. Ecclesiastic 12. Don't let the excitement of your youth, I'm reading our New Living Translation, cause you to forget your creator. Don't let the excitement of your youth cause you to forget your creator. Um, when when I hear our atheists don't believe in God, they believe in God because how can you not how can you not believe in God and He created you? You you just don't want to obey Him. And they're a lie. When I hear atheists don't believe in God, God, he's a liar. Because God created him. We'll continue with verse 1. Honor him in your youth before you grow old and say life is not pleasant anymore. Honor God in your youth. Honor God with your substance. Uh, what I'm learning each and every day, uh, I was listening to um, Prophetess Angela. Uh, it was a couple weeks ago. She was uh, talking to a young lady. Uh, the young lady um, wanted to be a blessing, and, uh, and she said something very interesting. She said, "You know, uh, feed the hungry, bless the people that are homeless that's on the street," and. Uh, I was like, "Wow, I never thought of that." And where I'm, I'm where I'm going at, um, do things right when you're young. You know, most people always say, "Man, uh, when you get a company, get your good 401k, uh, create your good investment portfolio, do this, do that." When you're young, when you get old, you'd be set for life. That's good in a way, but in a lot of ways, you're missing the whole point. Thing is, you know, do those things. Feed the homeless, bless the homeless, or pray for people while you're young. While you, because it's more than life, there's materialistic things. Those things are nice, but it's good to honor, to do the things of God at a young age. You get older, see, if you want to put happiness in your life or you want to change your situation, do something for others that is not of yourself. And sometimes I don't want to be a blessing. Sometimes I don't even want to pray for people. There's times I want to say, you know what, I'm going to do me. I don't care about nothing. Um but at the same time, Spirit of the Lord rise up in me and say, man, that's not me. I just let uh, one person to deter me. I let the enemy to plant a seed. That's not me. So I tell him, I do everything that's righteous before God. Before you get old, remember him before the light of the sun, the moon, and the stars is dim to your old eyes. And rain 
clouds continue to darken your sky. He said, remember, God, when you have um, perfect vision, or you can have vision that require you to wear glasses. Um, and they say, before the stars gleam in your eyes, you know, before the gleam in your eyes become dim. Uh, dim. Remember him before your legs, the guards of your heart start to tremble, and before your shoulders, the strong men stoop. Remember him before your teeth, your few remaining servants. Stop whining. And before your eyes, the woman looking through the windows see dimly. Remember him before you get weak. Remember God before you start to slip over. Remember God in your youth. Remember before you have uh, uh, problems with your body. It's amazing. Um, some cases when people get AIDS, they want to they want to get their life right with God. They want to remember God, but when they was fornicating, adultery, whatever they were doing, they didn't remember God. So now they in a sick, in a sick place, and now they want to remember God. They want to remember him. And when they're sick and old and broke down, they want to remember God. But Spirit Lord said, remember me while you have life, while you're moving around real good. First four, remember him before the door to life opportunities is closed. Remember God. And the sound of work faith. Now you rise at the first chirping of the birds, but then all their sounds will grow faint. Before you start losing your hearing, remember God. Remember him before you become fearful of failing and worrying about danger in the streets before your hair turns white like an almond tree in bloom. And you and you drag along with thy energy like a dying grasshopper. And the crankleberry no longer inspires sexual desire. Remember him before you're near the grave. Your everlasting home when the mourners will weep at your funeral. Yes, remember your creator now while you are still young, before the silver cords of life snaps and the golden bowl is broken. Don't wait until the water jar is smashed at the spring and the pulley is broken at the well. For then the dust will return to the earth and the spirit will return to God who gave it. Everything is meaningless says the teacher. Completely meaningless. Keep this in mind. The teacher was considered wise and he taught the people everything he knew. 
listened carefully to many proverbs. He listened carefully oh, to many proverbs, studying and classifying them. The teacher sought to find just the right words to express truth clearly. The words of the wise are like cattle paws, painful but helpful. Helpful. Their collection of saying are like nail stuck sticks with which shepherds drive the sheep. For my child, let me give you some further advice. Be careful for writing books. is endless and much study wears you out. That's the whole story. Here now is my final conclusion. Fear God and obey his commands. For this is everyone's duty. God will judge us for everything we do, including every secret thing, whether it's good or bad. Amen. I just wanted to share that with everyone. God will judge us. Remember, God, right now, we we wait when trouble hits. We wait when we get old. We wait when we can't move like we used to. But remember God in your youth. Remember God right now. Remember God in everything you do. Remember God. You know, there's people right now that are saying, my life is over. Some people don't want to get old. They'd rather die young. They'd rather die young. They don't want to get old. They don't want to get old. And they, and every single day, every single day, They play with their life. They thrill seekers. But I just want to tell everybody today, give your life fully to Jesus Christ. Because death waits for no one. Get your life together. Start waiting on somebody to bail you out. Start waiting on people to approve you, to validate you, to ordain you. Do what God told you to do. 
fight through the hard times. And you, you will rejoice with, with the good times come. Fight to the end. You know, so scared to fight because we're afraid of retaliation. And the enemy wants to instill, instill fear into you. Right. We all fall. Righteous man may fall seven times. The other will not be destroyed. Keep getting up. Try to get up. If you don't get up, you're going to get stomped. You'll get walked over. You don't get up. Don't make God a God of a vending machine. We only go to God when we need something. Don't make God a vending machine. We only need God when we need something. I'm going to go to God because I need him. I need him. Stay with God. Stop fighting to be perfect when you never try to be perfect. Learn to take one day at a time. Set your goals reasonably. Oh, I want to be the richest man or richest woman on earth. I want it tomorrow. Easy, but they say easy come, easy go. I want to my. I want to do my degree in three years, even though masters take five to six years. Be reasonable with yourself. Amen. I want to thank God for everybody that's on the line. I want to thank God for everybody that's here. And if anyone who want to give your life to the Lord or rededicate your life to the Lord, it's important that you do that. Tomorrow is not promised to you. Next week is not promised to you. Anybody want to give your life to the Lord or, uh, or rededicate your life to the Lord? Repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I need you. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sin. Open the door of my life and receive you as Lord and Savior. Thank you for forgiving my sins and giving me eternal life. Take control of the throne of my life. Make me the kind of person you want me to be. Heaven is rejoicing because you gave your life to rededicate your life to the Lord. Heaven loves you. God is so happy for you. I encourage everyone to get your Bible. Whether it's New Living Translation, King James Version, New King James Version, I encourage you. You can start off in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You can start off in Genesis. I encourage you to attend a church in your local area. Uh, I encourage you to pray, which is talking with God, and through time it will get better. And I encourage you to attend 
uh, to listen to every Bible study you can to learn about God's Word. Amen. I want to thank God for everybody that's on the line as well as the Internet. Do anyone have any questions or comments or prayer requests before we come to a close? Praise the Lord. Anyone have any comments or prayer requests before we come to a close? Well, this is Ashandra. How are you doing? All right. Um, I'm asking for prayer for this job. I, I got a call on Friday, and they wanted to talk to my reference, so... Just in prayer for that, and over um, Wednesday night, my husband found a cell phone. One of my kids found a cell phone at school, so he returns the cell phone to the owner. Called the owner, set up to meet at the grocery store. Gets there, he gets arrested. The lady says somebody broke in her house and stole the cell phone. And so we, I'm, I'm, it's, it's, it's like I have never heard of anything like this in my life. Trying to be do the right thing, and you get arrested to the point where they impound his car, and he had to pay a bond to get out of jail for a cell phone that he found. So I know the devil is really busy. The only thing I can do is pray. So we won't know what the outcome. I called NWACT because I felt like, of course, the owner was white. And I felt that, you know, they went to the really extreme. They didn't find out, take any information or anything. They just arrested him for burglary. And I never heard of a burglar calling anybody to return anything. So I know that um, that this that truly is some crazy, you know. As I, like I said, I just pray for my family. He said, when you're going through some hell, that means that there's something good going to happen. So. I just ask for that situation. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And um, this is uh, from Prophet Raymond. Um, he says, um, next time he finds a cell phone, tell him to throw it in the garbage. Uh, he fell into a trap, and um, and I just want to encourage you, uh, Sister Lashandra. I'm, uh, you you know we heard of bait cars. Um, it's mostly in L.A., Detroit. These are like high end expensive vehicles that they just leave on the side of the road, and uh, 
there, you know, most young people, um, you know, they will, you know, uh, get tempted. They don't do it in rich areas or middle-class areas, mostly in poor areas. And I'm going to tell you this, uh, with all the racism and ignorance that's going around in America, I don't know how, you know, the 50s, 60s, or in the 70s feel, but it's the same ignorance. But we're going to pray for them, that God, you know, uh, I just want to tell everybody, you know, we always look for, the next Dr. Martin Luther King or, uh, you know, people, you know, Dr. Uh, Malcolm X, you know, he was a leader. Even though, I, you know, I don't agree with the faith. Uh, you know, there's many good, Gandhi, uh, Rosa Parks. But now we got to look to Jesus like never before because there's people that God is calling to go forth but they're scared of fear and retaliation. And this time out, you know, like the old folks say, turn over your plate and pray. In the name of Jesus, I command all the charges to be dropped in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray that from this point on, that no one is, Lord. And Lord, I pray that whether it's cops, that they're so full of, and it's the enemy. And I'm going to tell you all this. Uh, I was talking to a brother, and he was, you know, we were saying, I think this is going to be a race war. But I'm, and, but in the spirit, it ain't, it ain't a skin war. You know, the Bible says we don't fight against flesh and blood, but we fight against uh, principalities, rules of darkness, and high places. And it's a, uh, the enemy is coming against the Christian. The enemy is not coming against me. Help me, Holy Ghost. We thinking, oh, he's just the black people. Oh, he coming against the, the uh, uh, he coming against the Hispanics. Uh, he coming against poor white people. But anybody that's a threat to the enemy, the enemy is coming against them. But what Satan means. For evil, turn, God going to turn it around for his good. And his word proclaim it in the name of Jesus. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray you give Brother Daniel peace in his heart in the mighty name of Jesus. Give him peace in his soul in the mighty name of Jesus. That, Lord, this too shall pass. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord Jesus, I see things are turning around in America like never before. I see things are turning around in America. That, Lord, you say the last shall be first and the first shall be last. And, Lord Jesus, I thank you that, that Lord, when God, you said, if I didn't send the enemy, you don't have nothing to worry about. But, Lord, we just say thank you. Lord, we praise you for a testimony, a good report in behalf of Brother Daniel, in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I, my prayers are that, Lord, you say, revenge is yours, said the Lord. And, Lord, people want to uh, uh, seek revenge. People want to uh, beat some heads in. People want to do, do their own thing. 
But, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, you say, revenge is yours, said the Lord. And, Father God, the money that, that went to bond, that, Lord, I pray, Father, that, that Lord, they get double-fold return of their money that was lost in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for the family of Sister Lashon. I pray for our auntie. I pray for her family in the name of Jesus. I pray for her son. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for the reference, that, Lord, the reference that she's uh, calling about a job, that the reference of be pure professional, that no opinions will be made in the mighty name of Jesus, that, that, that Lord, I pray for your divine protection over this job, that, Lord, the reference would do what's right, that, Lord, I pray for your presence over this job in you in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, I pray that, Lord, you will bless the woman of God, thank you, Jesus, with favor to move from where they at in the name of Jesus, to move from where they at in the mighty name of Jesus, to move. And, Lord, we just say thank you. And, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we just say thank you. And Satan, the Lord, rebuke you. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for peace in that household. And, Lord Jesus, Lord, I thank you that, Lord, I see you removing people from these high positions in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Father God, I pray that, Lord, these crooked DA, prosecuting attorneys, cops, chiefs, that's been crooked for many years, and, Lord, they've been paid under the table for, for, for false arrest. That, Lord Jesus, I thank you that you're going to expose them in the name of Jesus. Amen. And, Lord, I see where the DA and the prosecuting attorney uh, have been getting bonuses because they have a high, pre- high percentage in indictments and convictions. But, Lord, I thank you for exposing. You're the same God that exposed the crime labs in Chicago, that a lot of the, the crime labs was contaminated. They contaminate the evidence, and the evidence didn't even match up. But, Lord Jesus, I thank you for revealing and, and setting your people free and, Lord, revealing the plans of the enemy. And, Lord, I thank you that every snare, every trap is being broken as well as uncovered. And, Lord Jesus, I hear this word, that, Lord, the pits and the snares that they set themselves against you, they're going to fall in those same snares and pits. Lord, it's in your word. And, Lord, we love you and we thank you. Lord, I thank you for the awesome things that you're going to be doing and minister LaShondra's life and our husband Daniel's life. Lord, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Prophet Raymond, you you have something to say? Uh, A word the Lord gave you? Sister LaShondra, is your husband a born-again Christian? Yes. Is he on fire for God? Yes. Okay. Uh, 
This is an assignment from Satan to test your husband, see how he's going to react in this situation. And, sometimes and, and it's so sad because, you know, we have a house full of teenagers. Yeah. And them to witness doing the right thing, you know, and and, and that's who I'm more concerned about. What they going, you know, and they come into situations and making the right choices bring havoc like that on them. And that's why I'm in prayer well, you know, if I would have been in your husband's shoes, I would have asked the Lord, said, Lord, is this a trap? Is this is this me being set up for a trap to do something well, on it? He, he, he believes that, um, well, we've been told. Like if I, uh, find, if I find a dead body, I'm not going to report it to the police, you know why? Because they're going to blame me for the murder. So I'm just sure. I'm not going to say nothing. Sometimes just best keep your your mouth shut and don't say nothing. And when you find you something know, like that, you know, the thing is that you when you we had because he, he used to work on as for the airlines and he found cell phones out. Yeah. When we thought was you know just out of the blue, it just really threw us. But again, okay. I I worked as a security guard for a security guard company in in my when I was in in my younger years. I'm 59 now, and um, there was a a group. Uh, 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 most of the security guards were ex-convicts. The 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 man that owned the security company, he was an ex-Ontario provincial police officer here in Canada, and he hired ex-convicts. So there was a a smuggling ring within the, the convicts, and they wanted me to join the ring. They said, if we, if you don't join us, we're going to uh, 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 bodily harm your, your two daughters. So you know what I did? I didn't report them to the police. I didn't report them to the owner. I went to the, my security guard supervisor, and I said, here's my badge. I quit. Why are you quitting? That's none of your business. That's between me and God. And I left. I never said a word. I never reported the smuggling ring. Because I had to think about protecting my family. Right, right. Sometimes you know, just you just need to hold your peace and and let the Lord fight your battles. Because we think and sometimes we're doing a good deed and and we're just being set up for by the devil to to fall into a snare. Yeah, well, we 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 really witnessed that one. <laughs> it got help when you got somebody telling you that they doing voodoo on you and all that kind of stuff. It, yeah. it really don't help. Yeah. Something like that happens. And but, you then, know, no, no weapon formed against you, your husband can prosper. you got to no take power. this by force. See, you got to take authority of the situation. I will, we, this, this situation is not going to intimidate us. I prophesied to the judges to release all, drop all the charges. I asked the Holy Spirit to impress Thank upon you. the policemen to drop the charges. That this will not prosper. Some some believers, when they go through things, they just uh, uh, take a passive. But you can't take a passive. You gotta you gotta you gotta take it by force. You gotta say, no, devil, you ain't gonna uh, mess around with us. This is not gonna prosper. And so I defeat every plan and assignment of Satan. You gotta be authoritative like that when you go through things situations like that. Because the kingdom of God suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. 
Some some people now. I'm not saying you people, but there's some some believers. They just get uh, something like that happens. They say, "Oh, pastor, please pray for me. The devil's after my wife. The devil's after my children. Well, why don't you take authority over the devil and say, I bind you, devil. Get your hands off my children. Get your hands off my son and daughter in school. You know? You got to get spiritually violent against the I devil. I receive that. I receive that. You know? Just, 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 you say, listen, I, I see, because we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. We, the devil is going to try and take us out. He's going to, if he can't offend the husband and wife, he's going to come after the children. And it's up to, to, to mommy and daddy to get together and say, we bind you, devil. You got no authority. And you got to get, you got to get angry in the spirit. You got to raise your voice and say, devil, you, you're not going to mess with our children because we're serving Jesus Christ. And, you, and, and we serve the most high God and greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And then you prophesy and decree judgment on, 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 on the judicial system. Because there's a demon behind the judge, there's a demon behind that woman that got her house broken into, and now I want to blame you people for stealing that cell phone, which is a lie from hell. Amen? That's what I, I just couldn't believe. I, I just, and, and the whole logic of it, it was like, Really? You ever heard a thief ever calling somebody that returned something? Look, you know what? I knew a man in Atlanta, Georgia, that was going to have a, 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 a heart bypass. He, I knew he was having troubles. I knew something was going to happen. And he got offended at me because call me a false prophet because I didn't warn him it was going to happen. And God, I asked God, I said, do you want me to warn him that this thing's about to happen to him? He said, no. He's got to walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Okay. Mm-hmm. He got to walk through the valley of shadow of death on his own, and since that time he's he's had three major uh, heart bypasses. See, the Bible said, "When I walk through the valley of shadow of death, that I shall not fear what no evil." If we're not being persecuted, there's something. Then we're backsliding. If people are not coming against you and your family, then you got to say, "Oh." Jesus said, well, what to the false prophets that were before you? When, you know, when, pe- when, all, when people speak all manner well, well for you, when everybody's saying, hey, you're, you're anointed of God, everything's going smooth, then you're backsliding. <laughs> right. Right. That's what I told them. I said, that's exactly what I said, though. If you ain't feeling no, if you walking through life and you ain't got no problem, then you're on the wrong side of God. <laughs> yeah. Because because you're gonna you're gonna go through hardships. We're gonna go through heartaches. I didn't get the anointing and the mantle of the mantle of the Old Testament prophets on my life uh, uh, by sitting uh, sitting you know on the sidelines and 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 crying the blues. Amen. I got it from laying down my life down for my brothers and sisters and want to see them promoted when I took a back seat. Amen. So when you go through stuff like that, just say, okay, we're going to get on top of this. We're not going to get angry at the police because this is happening. Did Jesus retaliate against those who, who, who falsely accused him of being a wine-bibber and, and a thief and, and, and whatever? No, the Bible says he kept his mouth shut as a lamb led to the slaughter. He did not defend his ministry or the false accusations against him. He kept his mouth shut. 
We don't have well, to prove. We don't have to prove nothing to uh, the, the police and, and and the judge and say, "Well, you want to take me to court? Praise God! And when I go to prison, we're gonna God. I'm gonna start praising the Lord, and He's gonna send a, a mighty earthquake." Remember, Apostle Paul? They were thrown in prison there. They'd just been beaten. They've been beaten. Their backs were bleeding. Their feet were in, in, in leg irons. And that they started praising God. Hallelujah. They said, said, we worship you, Lord. We praise you. We don't care about our situation because we know you're going to deliver us. You're able to deliver us. And if you don't deliver us, it doesn't matter. We're not going to bow to this system. We're going to worship and praise you. And God said an earthquake. I mean a literal earthquake. Right. So start praising and worshiping God in a system with your husband, woman of God. And God's going to send an earthquake in the spirit. And say, well, you're going to mess with my children? See, God allow us to go through testing like that to see how we react. It's all, for the, it's all part of the refiner's fires process. The devil can't bring nothing against you and your husband unless he gets permission from Jesus to do it to you. Did you know that? Yeah. Everything we go through is divinely ordered and ordained by God, including our, our testings and our afflictions and... and <laughs> Listen, I've been there. So, oh, Jesus, where are you? Why am I going through this? Why am I, I got cancer in my body? What did I do? To, 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 did I sin against you to get the cancer? No. This was an attack from the... I said, well, why don't you bring me home? He said, no, I've got to heal you. i got work for you to do. <laughs> I said, okay. Amen. I just wanted to share that with you, Doug. See, sometimes it's not enough to give a prophetic word to somebody. You've got to share your own experience, what, what I went through, so to, to show you how you can overcome like I overcame. Well, your job was well done because I received that. And don't worry, listen, there'll be more for you than against you. Mm-hmm. There are people interceding for you on the other side of the world in Argentina, and they can't even speak English. So how do you know? The Holy Ghost told me to tell you that. <laughs> Amen. He's got, inter- he's got intercessors in different parts of the world that can't speak the English language, but the Holy Spirit speaks to them and, and mentions you're, you're in your husband's name. So they're going to be going through a situation. Pray that they'll start prophesying that they'll have the grace and the faith to, to endure it and go through it right. and overcome it. If God be for you, who can be against you? Amen. But don't be discouraged. No, I'm not. Let, 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 say, devil, what you meant for evil against me, God's going to turn around. And you have to flee seven ways, devil. Sure, we're going to go through persecution. Some of us are going to lose our heads in the persecution that's about to hit this earth. So when they threaten to behead our children, they're going to threaten to even maybe torture some of our children. How are we going to react? So go ahead and torture them if you want. Praise the Lord. It ain't going to bother me, none. Expect me to get mad and angry and, and have a fit. I, I'm going to have a praise fit instead. So we don't, that's not something we look forward. We don't want to have to see our children get tortured. But our children better be serving God. Mm-hmm. If you've got a son or a daughter that's 15, 16 years old, and they want to play their rock and roll punk music at home, say, listen, we, we don't allow that in our home. Even after you pull their, their, their iPhones and, 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 and pull them off the Internet for a season, say, okay, you know what, you don't, you don't buy by the rules. 
Exactly. You know? I know our children get a certain age there, you know, and oh, God, have mercy. I don't believe we should send our children to school. I believe in homeschooling. I believe we should homeschool our children. And it's not hard to do that. Just go online. All the materials is available free there online. And then ask the Holy Spirit. So, Holy Spirit, how do you want to raise this, ch- this child up? Look at Lester Summerall and his wife. Great, great men, deliverance preachers. Both gone home to be with the Lord. I got a magazine from him that I had about 20, 20 25 years ago. They had never had a, a disagreement or an argument in their marriage. Never. And she, and she was born in Canada. And I said, how, Lord, how is it a marriage never had a disagreement, never had an argument, because I've had my fill of arguments <laughs> and disagreements. He says, because they, before they got married, they were both baptized with fire. And when you get the baptism of fire inside of you, it destroys the ability for you to disagree with your husband and wife. It removes the ability where you agree with them, even, even if, if what they're saying is wrong. You just say, well, okay, I'm going to pray this through. I may not agree with you, honey, but I'm going to pray it through until God tells me what to do. You pray things through. You feel a heated argument coming on, you know, disagreeing with the husband, and, and boom, you, you, can, you know when it's coming on. You can feel it. Say, honey, I love you. But I gotta leave. I gotta go out and pray somewhere. I gotta get my flesh in submission to Christ here before I have a I, I trespass against the Lord. <laughs> I have disagreements with my wife, but you know what? We we don't let the sun go down upon our wrath. And 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 have I God deal with those areas in my life where I surrendered it to Him? I say, okay, Lord, bring judgment to this in my life. I don't want this in me. I don't want to. I don't want to talk like that to my wife no more. Mm-hmm. And so when we disagree now, you know what she does? She just leaves the room. Doesn't say where she leaves the room. Go and go watch Bonanza or, or Little House on the Prairies. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. That's exactly what I do. I don't argue with my husband. That's, Amen. When we we do get into heated, I just rather walk away and let it. That's cool. a, that, that's a wise woman. You know, cause. Because we can't go, because both of us got strong personalities. So when we do it, we can hit head. You know, when our heads hit together, it's, you know, it's, it's, you know, ain't nothing going to get solved. Woman of God, hear the Lord saying, yea, this is the hour, this is the moment that I'm breaking you through into a dimension of pay, extreme patience. People say, oh, patience, that means I'm going to go through tribulation. Pray for patience, that means you're going to go through, you know, that's a religious lie. Patience is a fruit of the Spirit. Right. That just means God is is peeling your onion and bringing you a deeper uh, revelation, a a deeper experience of patience, a deeper love with Him. God says, I'm going to fight your battles. God says, I'm going to prosper you. Yeah, and people are talking about all these judgments are going to hit the earth and, 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 and there's going to be a nuclear war. There's going to be a nuclear attack in the United States. It's inevitable because of gay marriages and, 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 and Planned Parenthood abortions and all this. God is, is going to burn people with fire. But guess what? Did God burn Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego with fire? No. Uh-huh. When they, they, they said, we will not bow to Nebuchadnezzar's golden uh, image. 
Even if our God can deliver us, we know he can deliver us, but if even he doesn't deliver us, we're not going to bow. So when you take that stand, guess what? He sends this, the fourth man is the son of God with you in the fiery furnace. I know a pastor three days before the, the, the atomic bomb was dropped on, on Hiroshima. He, he was on just, just, just within the vicinity of, 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 of Hiroshima. And three days before the Lord told him, said, there's going to be a judgment being dropped in this area. And people, are, flesh are going to turn into jello. They're, they're going to be incinerated. Hmm. He said, I want your whole church to fast for the next three days. Just water, nothing else. So they fasted. When the drop bomb was dropped, his, the church building they were in, it was burnt on the outside, but the inside wasn't damaged. They had no radiation poisoning. There was no burns to them whatsoever. Jesus shielded them. He, he stepped into the fire with them. Every soldier that went in there, every doctor went after, was died by cancer and radiation poisoning from the people that didn't. Over 100,000 people burned, hideously burned. You can go on YouTube and look it up. I mean, it's, it's gross. It's terrible. Children peeling the flesh off just like jello and, and crying. Three, four, five years old, seven, eight years old. Because of the wickedness that the Japanese, the emperor. And you know, the emperor of Japan was not prosecuted after the war. General Margarita let him go scot-free. They were not judged. And because of that, this judgment fell on the United States. That's why Japan was judged there a while back. They got a tsunami. And in, in that in, in that huge earthquake, which God had revealed that to David Wilkerson and Bob Jones about 20, 25 years ago, told him it was going to happen in the future. So, so we don't have to be terrified and worried about these things, because we're going to be tested. And when when it goes through something you can't handle, say, Jesus, this is too big for me. I'm giving it to you. I'm inviting the Holy Spirit to come into my situation, my circumstances right now. If we would do that all the time, if we would acknowledge the Lord in all our ways, then he will direct our paths. Acknowledging means to say, I acknowledge you, Lord. That, that, that's not what it means. It says, Holy Spirit, I need you now. What do I do in this situation? Is there something in my life that's not pleasing to the Godhead bodily? Is this come to me because it, uh, there's something in me that's not pleasing to you? If there's something, sh- expose it. Search my heart, see if there be any wicked way, and lead me in the way everlasting. David prayed that often. Mm-hmm. I did that. I used to pray hours after hours after hours after hours. I don't have to do it any. I don't have to pray hour after hour anymore. Why? Because this year Jesus broke me into his Father's fullness. The fullness of the Father is, is alive inside of me, dwelling inside me. I'm learning to yield to that presence, to continual fellowship. It's a place where sin does not exist. People say, you don't sin no more? Not when I'm in that fire, I don't. You can't sin in the fire of God, because fire consumes sin, destroys it. And he puts a nature inside of you that, that that's not, you, you can't sin no more. That's the kind of church Jesus is coming for. If we if we if we try to stop sinning on our own, forget it. You're going to feel miserably and, and fall into sin every time. Say I repent for lying, and, and you and you you lied uh, uh, three four days later. How by making an assumption and a presumption? That's a lie. So you say, Lord, I surrender that area of my soul to you. That that part that's causing me. If it's a generational thing, I want it judged in the generations. I want it removed out of my bloodline. And you know what? 
when he does the change inside you, I, I, you know, I'm going to tell you something. I can't remember my past anymore. <laughs> I can't remember the wicked things he used to do as a wicked unbeliever years ago. And I'm trying to remember it. And I said, Lord, I can't remember that no more. He said, because you've got amnesia. I'm talking about Holy Ghost amnesia. When the Lord puts amnesia inside you, and he, you can't remember it. He don't want you to remember it because anything in the past is death. Mm-hmm. Behold, I do a new thing. It shall spring forth. You, sh- you shall not remember the former things, neither shall they come into remembrance. That's a scripture. His word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against him. When Jesus gives you the ability to hide his word inside you, you'll never sin against him. Why? Because your tongue is totally controlled by the Holy Ghost and fire. Acts chapter 2, verse 3. They were back, there appeared cloven tongues of fire that sat upon them. That means the fire had come in the mouth. The, the, the seraphim took coals of fire from the altar and put it inside those believers that were in the upper room, which, in fact, there was only 120 that came through. The rest couldn't handle it. 500 went into the upper room. That's what Josephus says. And the location of the upper room in Israel today is not the original location because that little room couldn't seat 120 people. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. I'm sorry I forgot about your meeting tonight there. I was outside there getting chilling out, trying to get chilled out from the heat wave. And I come back <laughs> in and the Lord says, hey, you got to go to Brother Larry's room. I said, mm-hmm. Okay. I said, why do you want me to go there for? He said, well, you, you know why. <laughs> He's going to ask you to pray for somebody. I said, okay. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, uh, I thank God. Look, I thank God for your obedience. Amen. Uh, praise sometime, the Lord. Sometime, uh, Prophet Larry, we got we got to share a little experience of our own with the, with the people to let them know that we know what they're going through because we've been in similar circumstances, similar similar situations. That's true. And they overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony. The word of my testimony says, I, I overcame it uh, uh, because I had to go through the heartaches. I overcame. Be- it, it wasn't all, uh, uh, well, you know, I got the victory, victory, victory. Now is mine. Victory, victory, now is mine if I hold my peace. Sometimes we got to keep our mouth shut and let the Lord fight my battles. Victory, victory, now is mine. I laugh at that song because my wife's first name is Victory. <laughs> It's us to give it back to you, Prophet Larry. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Uh, thank God for you. You know, um, when you sing, it's a, it's a hymn. We sing, victory, victory, say the uh, victory. And it, it reminds me as a little child that uh, a lot of times we want to, not everything is good to speak up. God say, just be quiet. But sometimes we can mess up a thing trying to run our mouth and and. And and God would have left, but Amen. I want to uh, thank God for Prophet Raymond Canada, and I also, if anybody else got any prayer requests uh, before we come to a close, I want to thank God for uh, with the East Maryland uh, caller three four six. Uh, I know Northern Northeast Illinois is uh, uh, Minister Lashandra. I thank God for Texas. Praise the Lord. Uh, 
Apostle Johnson, I thank God for you. Our God chosen, I thank God for you. Uh, anyone else have any prayer requests? Uh, feel this free. Is, this is Evangelist Constance. You know, I've always heard through the years, uh, you have to be baptized with the Holy Ghost and that with fire. And I'm praying that whatever is missing out of my life, if that fire is missing out of my life, I pray that you two men of God get together and God bless me to have the fire so I can go on with the ministry that he wants me to have. Amen. I agree with you, woman of God, and I'm going to release the Ruach HaKadosh. You know what that means? That means that's Hebrew for the breath of God. And here it comes right now. As I blow into the telephone, you receive that, and the fire of God is going to go inside your spirit and explode inside you. Thank you, Jesus. Anybody else want the overflow? Just receive it. Say, well, you just blown on the phone. Jesus did that to his, his disciples. Yes, Lord. He breathed it on them or he blew on them. Thank you, Jesus. We agree with the woman of God that she's to be baptized with fire. And those of you that want the fire, but you're not, you're not, but you need to be sanctified first. Paul, Apostle Paul says, I pray that your whole spirit, soul, and body be sanctified unto the coming of the Lord. He's not talking about the coming of the rapture. He's talking about the coming of the Lord inside your spirit, man. Jesus got to come inside you in his second coming inside you first. You can't get caught up in here if you've got darkness inside of you. God can't put his glory in people that are still sinning because you dropped dead. People are praying for the glory of God. God, give us the glory. I want to walk in the glory. You got any sin in your life, any, any lying, any, any lust? You're going to drop dead. And glory doesn't mix with the sin nature. So the sin nature of fire is the only thing that destroys the sin nature. It completely destroys the sin nature on all three levels, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. That's what happened in the upper room. When, the, when they, they got the blood applied to, to wash their sins away, but they didn't have the, the sin nature removed. And when the fire came in, the fire went into the hot coals of fire by the seraphim in their mouths, right down to the roots of their hearts, and it burned every root seed, and then every seed of unrighteousness inside them was burned out, and Christ was fully formed into them. And then they walked in a place with God where every person was healed. Every people was raised from the dead. Creative miracles took place. And they didn't have a sin nature no more. Yet the word of God says, if any man sin or woman, we have an advocate with the Father. And put that stipulation there because of the weakness of our flesh. But when you got the fire of God and you yield to that fire, you let that fire take lordship of your life, you won't be able to sin no more because the devil can't tempt a person that, that's got fire inside them because he knows he'll be burning and incinerated himself. The devil can't get close to a person that, that's walking in the fire of God. Because you have the image of, of the doxa that's uh, 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 Greek for, 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 for the image of God, the glory, you know the person of Jesus Christ. This hour, the church needs to focus on the person of the Holy Spirit. He's the one that baptizes with fire. John the Baptist said, one who comes after me is preferred before me. He, he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. But the thing is, you see, you've got to get the fire first. Acts 2, verse 3. There appeared cloven tongues of fire. Then verse 4, then they were filled with the Spirit and spoke in different languages. 
People today that don't get the baptism of fire, now this is thus say the Lord. And and, and and some of you might might not not not, not agree with you, don't 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 get angry at me. But when you don't when you don't have the fire of God and you you speak like this, whoever told you that that's the evidence of the baptism of the Spirit lied to you. That is the prayer language where you build up your inner men and edify yourself. No fire, no baptism. You get the fire, then you're a threat to the devil. The, the devil can't make you sin no more. He won't, you, won't, you won't want to yield to sin. You won't want to have fellowship with the, Your tongue will be in total submission to Christ like Jesus' tongue was in submission to the Father. You know Jesus had to pray himself in submission to the Father. He didn't get it automatic. He had to pray just like us. He had to pray to get breakthroughs. Oh, people don't believe that when I say that. Well, he was God. <laughs> well, his his spirit was God, but his flesh was human, just like you and I. His flesh was tempted by the devil. The Bible said that can God be tempted with sin? Why was Jesus tempted with sin? Because he wasn't God. He was the son of God. When did Jesus become God? When he rose from the dead, after he took the keys of hell and death, and after he was, he was cursed by God and went to hell. And bore, and, you know, he, he be, the Bible says he became sin who knew no sin. God can't become sin, but Jesus became sin. And after doubting Thomas, he said, my Lord and my God. That's when he was Lord and God. Well, yes, he was born without sin. That we do know, too. So the Christ in him, was God, but his humanity was human, just like every one of us here. Back to you, man of God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Amen. So I want to, you know, like Jeremiah says, like fire shut up in my bones. Mm-hmm. And I and I want to encourage everybody to make a change. Uh, uh, thank you, Holy Ghost. I believe I shared this last Tuesday. I was a ma- uh, it was a man of God in in heavy wickedness, and he was coming against uh, a, a woman of God, a prophet. And uh, she, you know, she lived right, and uh, the guy that was in wickedness and witchcraft, he went up to the woman of God, and she gave a testimony. She said, "He said, she said, I never knew this man, but the man told her." I tried everything, I, everything, and I know the stuff that I tried against you, you should have been dead, but I know mm. you're real. I know you're real. So we need to choose this day who we're going to serve because the devil ain't playing with us. Our children play with us. Even our mates play with us. Yeah. Even our bosses might play with us, but the devil ain't playing with nobody that that, that is called itself by God. Amen. I thank God for everybody that's here. Anyone else have any prayer requests or any comments before we come to a close? Hello, this is Michelle. Um, I'm at work. I can listen, but um, I was just one prayer for um, direction um, in my life and for some things concerning with school. And um, I thank God for what Evangelist Constance was saying because that's something that's been on my mind for a few weeks now, and I was just wondering and had some questions about the baptism um, with fire. So I thank God for that. Praise the Lord. Uh, 
Minister Michelle, Spirit of the Lord said you need to finish school. Uh, you're supposed to finish school about 10 years ago, and you get to a point and you drop out, and you pick it up again, you drop out. The Spirit of the Lord said you need to finish school because he had work for you to do. And uh, it, 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 you, you, you ever know, I want to share this with everybody, it's one thing that God calls to do, and that one thing that it can almost be like a, like something dangling over your head, like, oh, I know I have to do it. Like, for example, when I was coming up, I know every, I think every so many days I had to, it was my turn to wash the dishes. Now, whether my parents was at home or at work or whatever, I knew it was my time to wash the dishes. The dishes is not going to wash itself. And I, I could pay people. I can pay that time. You can pay my brother. I'm going to say, I'll give you $2 you wash the dishes for me. Or I'll give you a dollar or whatever. But regardless, uh, if they mess up, I know, say, man, I should have washed. Now I got in trouble. I can't say, such a wash the dishes because I was supposed to wash it. And, and until I moved out of my parents' house, I know I had responsibilities. So it's something that I call us to do. And we thinking, I could pay somebody to do it, or maybe God will change his mind. The Spirit of the Lord wants you to finish school, number one. Number two, Spirit of the Lord say, I'm, I'm going to bless you with a husband, but don't focus on a husband, because there's some things in you that I need to burn up inside of you, because I, uh, God don't want, it's just like, uh, God don't want you to mess mess up what he's bringing to your life, which is, you know, which you, you know, we have a way whether we have deceptiveness or nasty mouth or we have attitudes or uh, we're not emotional, we shut down mentally, we shut down in our emotions. Spirit of the Lord wants to burn some things up out of you. And the Spirit of the Lord say, learn to let me come in. Open yourself. You know, uh, pe- people, it's amazing. When the Spirit of the Lord is high in the service and God uh, come in and heal people and they open, but when they get home, I got to co- uh, I, I, I don't want nobody to think I'm uh, weak. The Spirit of the Lord want to come in so he can hear you from some things. And the third thing, the Lord said, be careful what you listen to and be careful what you watch on TV. Uh, be, be careful because the, the enemy uh, wants to continue to contaminate your life. Uh, I tell people, people can get mad at me. Uh, I used to watch reality shows, but the Spirit of the Lord Say don't watch their foods no more because they contaminate your spirit. Even they arguing and cussing they men out and and like oh he ain't no good. And I whoop her butt and all this stuff. They say other words. And Lord say that filth that you listen to on a rally shows it reflects in your spirit. It contaminates your spirit. And then the, the you could be a person that don't like mess. All of a sudden you mess. That was the spirit Lord had to deal with me with. Amen. But Heavenly Father, I come before you in the name of Jesus. And the Spirit of the Lord said, pray for your children. I'm going to tell you this. There's a generational curse in your life, and God's going to break it. But the Spirit of the Lord wants you to pray for your children. Even though our children get on our nerves sometimes, even though we had bad relationships with their fathers, 
are, are you know, and even and some guys right here have, have a bad relationship with your, that, that your children's mother. But the Spirit of the Lord said you pray for your children that they don't go through what you went through. And it, it's a lot of it generational curse. People call it, um, you, you got to test the waters before you jump in. <clears throat> you don't have to test nothing before you jump in. You just got to obey God and follow God. And also, God said, don't be anxious for nothing, but all things be prayerful. And I'm going to tell you this. Um, Spirit of the Lord is sending people in your life to encourage you. Uh, but at the same time, the Spirit of the Lord saying, okay, I send people in your life, but I need you to be focused more on me. Because uh, people have their ways of doing things. But the Lord said, I need you to focus on me again. Come back to focus. And the Spirit of the Lord said, if if you can't stay focused on me or obey me, how do you expect your house to run well? I'm going to help you out with this. Many of you all have some kids that are challenging. They stiff neck. They rebellious. And you say, Lord, I don't know why you bless me with these children. They, they rebellious. They hard-headed. They, they irritate. They get on my nerves. But the Spirit of the Lord is saying, you, you're not obeying me. You're rebelling against me. Every time I tell you to do something, you, you, your neck gets stiff. How you can expect your household to be in wholeness when you don't obey me? And this is for everybody. You, you can't expect blessings to be in your house you ain't obeying God. Amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I lift up Minister Michelle unto you in the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I bind up the plans of the enemy against her children. And Father God, I yeah, thank you, Jesus. I pray for Tyra that Lord you that Lord she will that Lord you, oh thank you, Holy Ghost. Lord save Tyra at the young age she had right now. Save her for real. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Father. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray that that Lord you will change time of life. And a lot of it is not because of she needs this and her life, she needs that. But Lord, there's a generation encouragement. It started with her grandmother, her mom, now it's hitting her in the mighty name. And the Spirit of Lord said it was even before it was her great grandmother. And her great-great-grandmother. And this curse went through a great-great-grandmother, great-grandmother, grandmother, mother. Now he entires a generational curse. Yep. And Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for destroying the spirit of whoredom. In the name of Jesus, I thank you for destroying the spirit. Thank you, Father, of familiar spirits that talk to her, but Satan the Lord rebuked you. And, Lord, I thank you for burning up those spirits around her in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that, Lord, she is wise and very smart. And, Lord, we just say thank you. In the name of Jesus, Lord, even the men that came around her life and the women, they need to know this. Lord, I thank you that you send them away. It's like, thank you, Holy Ghost. The Lord showed me these people that's around Tyra, thank you, Father. 
when Lord Light is on tower, they're going to scatter like roaches. You know, at night, you see all the dark, and then you turn light, the roaches scatter all ways, everywhere. And all of a sudden, you say, now, he was a good hundred roaches. Where them bullets hiding? Well, Lord, I just say thank you that you're changing Tyra's life in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Lord, I thank you for doing that. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, give Michelle the strength to finish school because this is not going to leave until she completes this in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Lord, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Prophet Raymond, you have some of the Spirit of the Lord Anything uh, given unto you? that was handed down from slavery in her bloodline. See, people, and it's good, we've got to deal with generational curses. We also deal with bloodline curses. This is in effect. See, some curses affect the, fle- the, 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 the flesh of a person. Some affect, affect the human spirit passed down from generations. And some affect their blood, just bad blood bad seed so any seed that was handed down to her in the womb we repent and ask forgiveness on the behalf of those generations that sinned against you father that sinned against the godhead bodily and we release her from the that yoke that captivity would destroy the darkness in her life and i command light to flood her spirit and her soul in jesus name i command her to come in submission to christ I released the baptism of fire in her life. That will take, he, the Bible says, he maketh his ministers a flame of fire. I talked to some ministers and they don't even know what the fire is because they're ministers of, de, of the devil. They're min, ministers of religion. They're ministers of Dr. Divinity and theology right from the pit of hell. It ain't, it ain't Christ-like. Christ's not even in it. It would destroy all that nonsense. I had a woman one time, she told me she wanted to be a Christian counselor. I said, what do you got to do to be a Christian counselor? She said, I got to take a course in psychology. I said, that's of the devil. Let it go. Well, then I can't be a Christian counselor. I said, he is the counselor, the Prince of Peace, the mighty God, Emmanuel, everlasting Father. Get his counsel inside you and, and let people bring... If, let the Holy Spirit bring people to you for you to counsel them. Never mind making an appointment so you can make money off of that. Freely I've received, freely give. I had I had to let go of one woman because she was getting her bachelor or master's degrees in psychology so she could be a Christian counselor. I said, I can't mentor you no more because you in leave with the devil, man. You're compromising God's word. You you don't use psychology to, to minister to people. Focus on the family, the, the founder of Kevin Dobson. Uh, it's all Christian psychology. Christian psychology is from Satan, right from the secular humanistic pits of hell. There ain't no Holy Ghost in it. People get upset when I say that. Focus on the family. Well, they do wonderful works. They do beautiful. Did we not cast out devils in your name and heal the sick in your name? He's going to say, depart from me, you that work iniquity. What's a work of iniquity? That's a sin rooted inside you that you have never been set free of. And only the fire God, yes, the blood, the blood can, can wash it away. But the blood doesn't remove the root of it. You've got to have fire come inside you. That's why when the fire comes inside you, it destroys the image of Satan in your life and my life. 
So that when Jesus looks at me, he don't see Raymond Lefebvre no more. All he sees is himself. He sees himself inside of me. He doesn't see darkness. He doesn't see sin. He doesn't see iniquity because the fire burns iniquity out and keeps it out. And you can't come into agreement with people that say, Oh, hallelujah, I had a visitation from God. Yet, they're secretly masturbating with pornography on the Internet. And they claim they had a visitation from God. The only visitation from God you're going to get, the Holy Spirit's going to convict you of sin, man, and unrighteousness. He ain't going to send a visitation and you're, you're, you're bound in, in iniquity, bound in, in, in darkness. Amen, man of God. Amen. And uh, fire, if uh, I'm gonna thank you, Holy Ghost. Every idol that was destroyed, even in the Bible, it was destroyed by fire or it, it collapsed. Um, and we, you know, we created idols in our life which formed us. Amen. And, and God has to use, you know, fire to 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 destroy the out of us. You know, uh, you know the blood of Jesus cover it. Yes, but it's still there. Yeah. For example, uh, I'm gonna use an example. Say you 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 have a a raggly car, and you know it's raggly. The motor is out. The transmission is shot. Everything inside the car, the seats are raggly, tore up. Everything inside the car is raggly. So what you do? Say well. I'm going to get the body fixed. I'm going I'm to paint the outside of it. So what you do, you fix the outside of the body. You put a new paint coat. Ooh, that looks nice. But the inside of it is totally gone. It's shot. <laughs> it, needs, it, it, it needs to be replaced. Uh, I'm going to rebuild it. No, that, that, uh, that motor, everything needs to be melted, scrapped, and start all over again. Come on now. So many people... They'll paint, yeah, the, the, the love, uh, say, uh, love covers. The blood of Jesus covers a multitude of sins. But it covers, but it don't deliver. You, you, God needs to come in and uproot, pull up. Come on now. And many people don't want to come to knowledge of that. You got, it, it takes God to pull it out. I'm going I'm to I'm give you an example of something that is not pulled up out of your life. I'm give you an example. Say you never uh, watched porn or smoked in 20 years, and all of a sudden you get these old crazy cravings, and then it, it don't leave. You, 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 and then you go dibbling and in it, and all of a sudden you fall into it again. Well, I thought you delivered me from it. No, he, you was covered, but you didn't you, some Some things lie dormant. Then they manifest itself when certain things are active. Come on now. It's just like a seed can lie dormant, but if you give it water and air and sunlight, it'll start growing. If, if I have a seed in my hands, I have a bag of seeds, and they, and they eat a plant an apple tree, they, they can lie dormant. And, but until I plant that seed, give it water, air, light, it won't grow. And if something, the enemy is lying dormant in our life, and it'd be the right stuff to activate it, whether it's rejection, whether it's bitterness. And I'll say, well, I didn't know I had all this in me because those things are uh, activated. Amen. It never left. It was activated. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank That's you, That's an awesome analogy. 
Thank you, Jesus. That's why Jesus said, make the inside of the cup clean first and not the outside. That's, amen. That's true. Uh, amen, prophet? Amen, because uh, cause my, uh, my wife get on me all the time. She's like, you need to rinse the cup on the outside. Say that. Then I'm going to tell you what a dishwasher, you know, we have dishwasher. <laughs> and the dishwasher, the outside of the cup be clean. And you go pick it up. Like, oh, man, the inside ain't clean. Then you got to go and rewash it. So I just I just thank God uh, for that because God is so awesome. And, and, and it, in, even in traditional, and I'm, I'm going to touch on, a psychologist. It, it's some. I'm gonna tell you this: Don't bring education of the world into the things of God. A psychologist, you you deal with people that are earthly. I, I'm gonna say that don't know God. That's just. But when you're dealing with spiritual wickedness, your education can't cannot deal with demons. You know. Uh, you know, for so many years, people say, oh, you need to go to Bible college. You need to go to Bible college. You know, you need to get it. And I would never phase because the Holy Spirit is a teacher of all things. Amen. And, and that is the way I feel, the Holy Spirit. And God always sends people from different walks of life to share knowledge and make wisdom to me. Amen. Thank God. Did anyone else have any prayer requests or any comments before we come to a close? And this service is being recorded, so... Um, later on, you can uh, listen to the recordings of this service. Amen. You know, you know Prophet Larry, once the church gets the revelation that they need the fire more than anything else, once they experience that fire come inside them, and they will never be able to tempt it with sin no more. Because they can't get near them. Because he gets fried. Kentucky Fried Devil. <laughs> KFD. Instead of KFC. Because <laughs> KFC stands for kingly, friendly Christ. KFC. King friendship in Christ. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. The early church got baptized with fire. That was the main prominent thing in their lives. And when they came out of the upper room baptized with fire, then they were baptized in the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost, the whole or the Holy Spirit, whom you call, He won't come and baptize you until you've been baptized with fire. Or you can have gifts of Him because you yield to the gifts. But you see, those are the people that Jesus says, "Depart from me, that work iniquity." The ones that are workers of iniquity, these are Christians He's talking to that don't have the fire of God inside of them. They're still operating in their sinful nature. Oh, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. Somebody said that to my pastor one time, and he's an apostle. He said, then get saved and get the sin out of you, otherwise you're going to hell. No sin. Pastor Mary, I, I just want to lift up Prophet Johnson. Yeah. She, she's on the line, but I'm pretty sure she's doing school work. We both Amen. are struggling in the school area, so I just want to uh, lift her up to prayer and her family. Is, is the schooling... Um, is it night school? We both doing classes online. I'm doing okay. my master's in health administration, and I and she's okay. doing. Um, okay. I'm not sure. I, she's I know, I know something dealing with ministry. 
Now, before you went, you got into school, did you have a confirmation by two, three witnesses? Pardon me? Before you, 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 you took up schooling, that you wanted to get your master's, did you get a confirmation by two, three witnesses that that's what the yes. Lord wanted you to do? Yes. Okay, good. You're on the right track. You're on the right track. Yeah, I'm about done. I'm getting ready to. Matter of fact, this is my last class. And it's the last one. It's a doozy. So when are you getting your graduation? I will be, um, in September, I'll be done with my master's. Praise God. So the devil's coming against you, right? Yes, on every angle. Well, I'll just say, devil, devil, you've already lost the battle. Right. Because, because, because the battle belongs to the Lord. So sometimes you have to remind the devil of that, that he's a two-time loser. Yes. And say, devil, you can't throw nothing at me that I haven't yes. overcome by the blood of the Lamb. Amen. And you know what the word of your testimony is? Is when you surrender the controls to God and say, God, now you live your testimony inside of me. Amen. There's nothing he could do. He's he's already lost. So just put him in his place. Say, devil, shut your mouth. I strip you of all everything you're trying to do against me. I strip you now in the name of the Lord. Actually, I'm going to come into agreement with you, and Sister, yes. and Sister Johnson. Devil, you're defeated. You can't touch these ladies. Greater is he that is in them than he that is in the world. I defeat your purposes. I destroy your strategies, Satan. Fire comes from the throne of God and burns your strategies and your assignments against both of them. Get your hands off my anointed. They are the apple of my eye. Don't touch your trespassing, devil. You're in danger of hell. Fire, say it, the word of the Lord. Ooh, she cut There, I just saw 12 legions of angels, warring angels assigned to both of you. Thank you, Jesus. It's in the reactions that you get tested to see if something's still on the inside. You know how God tests people to see if they got pure motives? Get somebody in church, you can't stand that person. Matter of fact, when they come your way, you walk on the other side of the sidewalk, on the other side of the street, and you don't like to sit near them in church. When that's the person God has anointed... <laughs> I know. To perfect me. <laughs> I can honestly say you are correct with that because I got some family members. Man, it's, it's, you know, I, 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 I know God be testing me with them. Sometimes you have to separate yourself from family. Listen, yeah. I minister to them too. Pardon? I say I have to minister to them too. You know, because, you know, when they 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 don't know who you are in Christ. But Jesus. listen, when you're a prophet, you have to separate yourself. Even from your mother and father, you have to cut them off. Yeah. Otherwise, they'll take you to hell. Yeah, that's true. You love them, respect them, and say, sorry, Mama, I ain't going to be talking to you no more. Because every time you talk to me, you letting the devil speak through your tongue. And put mm-hmm. a damper on my spirit and on my family, and I'm not going to out no more. Goodbye. I don't know if your parents are alive. 
Yeah, both of my parents. I just you uh, you just made me think about yesterday. My biological father called me and and you know I just listened to him. He never did anything for me. So God's about ready to release a sort of judgment on him. I just saw an angel with a sort of judgment. I respect him. That's what I thought about when he called yesterday to say, honor thy mother and thy father. And the Lord didn't say what condition. So when he calls. But but some people will use that uh, use that against you. Sometimes your in-laws are the outlaws. Listen, I had, <laughs> I had, to, I had to forsake my, my biological birth mother. Mm-hmm. And when, and, and, and when, and when I, when the day came, I had to sever that. I couldn't talk to her no more too full of bitterness towards her brothers and sisters and just a bunch of Roman Catholic devils, man. I was raised mm-hmm. Catholic. Mm-hmm. And as much as I loved my mother, I just had, to, there came a time I had to sever it. When God put me in the office, I had to sever it. Before that, while well, I was just an ordinary believer, local church, you know, blah, blah, blah. But when he put me, when he separated me from my mother's womb and put me into his office, I there was a, uh, I had to, if I didn't separate from them, God's angel would have struck him dead. Mm-hmm. We don't take that. Sometimes our children get sick in their bodies. What are they, they, are they putting your mouth on mama's anointing, mama's mantle? It ain't the devil making them sick. It's, it's their own choices. I told mm-hmm. one woman there in Canada, I said, her husband did everything in his power to stop her from going to church. I said, you don't have to submit to that devil. You go to church. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and and he's not saved. You don't have to, pastor saying, you've got to submit to your unsaved husband because the husband has authority over the wife. Listen, if he's not serving, if he's serving the devil, he has no authority over her wife. She's the head of the home because there's no male or female in Christ. She's in submission to Christ. So in Christ, she's the head of the home, not him. He's just serving the devil. And I told her, I said, God's going to strike him dead with, with, with a brain tumor if he doesn't stop putting his mouth on you, says the Spirit of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And he's dead now. Wow. So she's without a husband. I said, that's okay. God's going to send you a, a, a man of God that's baptized with fire. Mm-hmm. He'll take care of you and your children. He's gonna, not going to send you a man that's going to speak against you and cut you down all the time. I've had situations where God chasing me severely because I put my mouth on my wife's mantle. Whoa. Humble pie. So I learned not to curse Sarah no more. I bless Sarah. Even if Sarah's wrong and Abraham may be right, I just keep my mouth shut, go pray. And then my wife, she comes to me and says, I'm sorry, honey. I said, listen, I'm sorry too, because if I said something to provoke you, to cause you a reaction, I, I'm just as guilty. Mm-hmm. So we both humble ourselves and we just hug each other now, you know. <laughs> She got outside with me tonight there and started saying something. You know, sometimes talk about the grandchildren and get all this idle chatter. And I said, you know, I said, let's talk about things that edify. I said, you want to make your husband happy? Come and tell me things that are that 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 speak for the kingdom of God. I don't want to hear about the unsaved loved ones. <laughs> you see, not that I don't love them. I just can't have fellowship with darkness anymore. I I won't have fellowship with preachers that that are constantly complaining all the time, because God's going to send fiery serpents and bite them. 
Well, that's what he did in the time of Moses. He's going to do it again. Our, our conversation, our, our confession has to change. Where people are always quoting the scriptures, my people which are called by my name will humble pray and turn from their wicked ways. Read the verse before that. What causes the people to turn from the wicked way? God says, if I send pestilence among my people, bird flu, swine flu, flesh-eating disease, these is coming upon people because they're using it, they're letting their tongues be used by Satan. Mm-hmm. This man there just got killed there, scallop fishing in Australia. He was, his, his, his daughter came up, her adult daughter came up, and she noticed her father didn't come up, and she went back down. A great white shark had killed him, was eating him alive. And the Lord told me he put his mouth on my anointed, so I send that commission. Every great white shark attack, every shark attack in the United States and worldwide is a cause because of, what about children? Because their parents have put their, the curse death on God's anointed. And they're, going, they're, being, they're being killed for it. Because the devil can't touch us if, if we're serving Christ, if, if we're in submission to Christ, if we're walking in obedience to Christ. He can't... can't can't, can't commission a, a <laughs> shark coming, looking in North Carolina. We had, what, seven shark attacks in three weeks, nine, nine shark attacks now. Two, two teenagers, 15 to 14 years old, both lost a limb. One got the arm ripped off and the other one the leg bit right off. I said, Lord, why is this happening? Because their parents are backsliders. No protection. Mm-mm, mm-mm-mm. And churches have lots of pastors. Where's the prophet? Where was the prophet in South Carolina when that young guy went in there and shot that pastor dead? And then all those people, those born-again Christians got, that died in that church that were, that were murdered, that got shot by the young teenagers, the Lord said that several of them went to hell. They're burning in hell. Because they had no apostle. The pastor did not believe in apostles' gifting or calling or the prophet's calling. Every church this hour that won't allow the prophet or prophetess to speak that to be the watchman on the wall in their churches, that devil's going to come in and shoot those pastors, burn the churches down. Or God's going to send a tornado flat in the building. Because when your house is built upon the rock, it will stand. But when it's built upon sinking sand, you've got no foundation. You only found, the only ability that the church believers have a foundation is through the apostles and prophets, and Christ is the chief cornerstone. That's why I tell people, don't go to church because your mommy, your grandmother went there. And you don't see no signs, wonders, and miracles. One, one young girl, she told me, said, I said, does your pastor, are you born again? Yeah. Does you, have you ever seen your pastor cast devils out of people in the front of the church? No, we don't believe in that. Do you, do you ever see your pastor praying tongues? We don't believe in that. Well, I said, your, your, your pastor is anointed by Satan of the devil, and Jesus is going to say, depart from me, I never knew you. I said, get out of that church. Otherwise, you're going to hell with your, 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 your dad's brother, who's the, the pastor. Why would you go to a religious dead church that's got no signs that doesn't believe in casting out devils? And that's the first sign of believer. In my name, you shall cast out devils. Mm-hmm. And speak with new tongues. And the new tongues is not... That's not new tongues. The revelation of, being, of new tongues is when your tongue is anointed by God, when your tongue is in total submission to Christ inside you and being controlled by the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. That's what that means. That's scripture. A lot of people praying tongues are going to split hell wide open.
And I'm not saying that to be condemning. I'm saying that because I don't want your blood on my hands. I want, you know, I want to tell you, get, get, the, whole, get the fire. Never mind the, the speaking in tongues. That ain't going to send you, get you to heaven. You get, the, get the fire of God inside you, and I'll tell you, it'll burn every lie out of you. It'll destroy everything in the generations up to a thousand right to the time of, of the Tower of Babel. It'll destroy it. It'll, it, it, it'll incinerate it, and no devil will be able to tempt you through, the, through your eyes, through your ear gates, through your eye gates. You'll be sinless just like Jesus Christ was sinless on, on earth. And Jesus is coming back for a sinless church. I told God the other day, I heard a preaching, and I said, Lord, is it possible? do I have, no, the fire's burned you, and you are sealed. You can't sin no more. You know when Jesus tells you you can't sin no more? <laughs> yeah, but my tongue, no, your tongue's controlled by me. Praise God, hallelujah, my tongue's controlled by the Holy Ghost. I don't want to sin. I'm allergic to sin. I hate sin. And I didn't get into that place of the Spirit by, by, by confessions or, or praying prayer of agreements, though that helps. I came it by surrendering. I surrender all. I came it through the, 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 the trials and, and that, that twice almost dying with cancer. Everything I'd gone through, I said, Lord, here it is. I give it to you. I, I'm not hanging on to that. Brother Larry preaches something and, 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 and maybe hits a nerve point in me. And I say, is that an area of sin? No, it's not a sin. It's just a crooked place that I'm removing from you, and I'm making it straight right now because you heard the knowledge of the truth. I said, thank you, Lord, for speaking that out of Prophet Larry's heart. Your mic, Brother Larry. Praise the Lord. Amen. That's true. You know, uh, you know, I used to think God come back from a sinless church when I, I get the the heavenly body, but that's not true. Because the the Bible says if a man can't ju- uh, uh, if a man can't don't have control of his spirit, it's just like a uh, a city with no walls. That's right. So I just I just thank God for everybody. Um, I just want to tell everybody, I want to thank everybody for showing up, but we're going to have to come to a close. And I just want to thank God for everybody that's here. And uh, if you have any prayer requests, uh, anything you want the Lord to do for you, you can contact at powerprayer at hotmail.com. You can see a, a, a prayer request. I'll tell you what, I'm going to take, one more prayer request. Um, I can take one more, and we'll come to a close. Praise the Lord. Amen. I want to thank God for Prophet Raymond. I want to thank God for Evangelist Constant, Prophet Johnson, uh, Sister Minister Lassandra. I uh, want to thank God for Prophetess Renee, Minister Michelle, Prophetess Angela, and I want to thank God for East Maryland. I welcome you, and I want to thank God for everybody. Amen. I'm going to close with prayer, 
And I just want to tell everybody we will have services on Tuesday at 7.30 Central Standard Time. We'll have services with Lord say the same. And I'm going to close in prayer. Heavenly Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus. Jesus, we thank you for, for Prophet Raymond. And Lord, I just thank you for restoring restoring his strength, restoring his virtue. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, I just, I just thank you. Fifteen days, no problem, Larry. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Fifteen days Ooh. free now. Oh, glory to God. Lord, we just thank you. Lord, I pray for everyone who have, have sickness in their body. Lord Jesus, you telling me the sickness is not because they have lack of vitamin D, lack of this, they imbalance in this. But, but Lord, you reminded me through your servant that some of the sickness is the sins in your life. And, Lord, I pray that everyone would surrender their sins to you. And, Lord, I thank you that, they, Lord, I praise you. And, Lord Jesus, I thank you that they're receiving a fire from heaven to burn up all the iniquities, to Amen. uproot all the sins in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Lord, I thank you. And, Lord, I ask you to deliver our human spirit, deliver our soul that's been plagued with generations and generations of curses and ignorance and foolishness. And, Lord, we just say thank you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray for joy in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Father God, I, I thank you for opening new doors, opening jobs in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, Lord, I pray for everyone that's in school, that, Lord, you give them strength in the mighty name of Jesus to finish school. Yeah. And, Lord, you, Jesus, you said, if you suffer in my name, you shall, you shall reap rewards in my name. And, Lord, nothing ain't easy. Every prophet in your word went through, but you brought them through. And, Lord, Lord, you said in your word, that I'm for you. It's more, I'm, if I'm for you, it's more than the world against you. And Lord, you're for everybody tonight. And, Lord, we just say thank you for walking with us and supping with us and supping with us as you sup with thy kids. And, Lord, we just say thank you. Lord, I pray for our new hearts for everybody today. I pray for a new mindset. And, Lord, I ask you to forgive your people of mumbling, complaining, which you hate those things. Mm. And, Lord, we just say thank you. Lord, I pray for a deliverance for your people. And, yes, Lord, there's some old things going to take place in America. But, Lord, you say, fret not thyself, my son, my daughter. Fret not. Don't be afraid. These, these two shall pass. Lord, I pray for marriages. I pray for togetherness in every marriage. I pray for spiritual connection in every marriage. Because, Lord, people have all these great books about improving marriages, and I don't, I don't come against that. But, Lord, you said, husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. Come on now. <laughs> and if the husband would love his wife, as Christ does the church, healing going to take place because he obeyed a commandment and Jesus will come in. Where there's obedience, there's blessings. Wives, obey your husbands. <laughs> <in> the Lord. 
in the Lord, in the Lord. Lord, we just say thank you. We just thank you for restoring every marriage. And Lord, I pray for those who are going into marriage and think marriage is a play toy because they watch all these reality shows. But Lord, I pray for a fire before people get married that they will not. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Dishonor you. And Lord, is Lord, I pray for those who who think this is the person, Lord, send a confirmation. Because the enemy can come as a, uh, a wolf in sheep's clothing, even in marriages. And, Lord, we love you and we thank you. In the name of Jesus, we bind up every spirit of backlash and retaliation this day. And in Jesus' name, Lord, I pray the blessings of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob upon everybody on this line. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I want to, I want to tell everybody good night. Be blessed. That Jesus loves you, and I do too. And I thank God uh, for Prophet Canada, and I thank God for God's chosen and many others who have came online. I want to tell everybody good night. Be blessed and be encouraged. Good night, everyone. Night, everyone. Bye bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.